Tell y'all what it does. What it do, what it did, what it done. What it was, who knows at this point. What it will be. <laughs> uh, hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of Reality the Pie. I'm 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 on the fence of being trash tantam this week. I'm not sure how much trash I'm gonna be, but we'll see. You might get a mix of trash can tam and tammy. And I am on the road to being Dr. Shady Shay. I started my orientation today, y'all. I don't know what I done signed myself up for. I, I, I'm going to do it, but whew. going back to school, I haven't been a student in almost a decade. You know, I don't really feel like we should get on this platform and tell everybody how old we are. I just feel like, you know, <laughs> I just feel like you could have left that out. You could have left that out. You know, they don't need to know. They could have thought we were 21 years old. Nobody knows, you know? Do I age under the bus? Ain't that a bitch? Bitch, the songs we sample alone each week throw our age <laughs> under the bus. Girl, you know what song I was thinking about today? Because, you know, you remember that, uh, remember that Patty LaBelle and, um, oh, he's the king of blue eyed soul, too. Um, oh, my, 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 yeah, hell, hell, hell. I'm and my mama, mama, baby. He don't never say no words. <laughs> you belong to me. I, I just, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, girl. Uh, but I was thinking about that song because I was thinking about his part in On My Own and how, like, um, Daddy be slinging him to death. <laughs> Daddy, goddamn. Oh, Lord, ain't he Patty? Help me, Jesus. Patty get on that record and said, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Lord Jesus, we going nuts in quarantine. Uh, well, listen. I, do you have any tra- Do you have any uh, church announcements this week? I, didn't, I couldn't. Oh, bitch. I fell down a rabbit hole this week. Uh-oh. So I was on the good Facebooks, right? Oh, God. That's always where it starts. I got accepted to a Loving Hip Hop Atlanta fan group. Now, clearly, somebody just got some time on their hands because I joined that group in January. Yeah. But they put this article up there about KK. You talking about Karen? Yes. Okay. So Karen... And her sons, Yaz and Scrap, mm-hmm. they all went to jail for trying to murder Yaz's daddy. You a motherfucking liar. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I took screenshots every hold on. Let me get to the phone gallery because I was looking at notes. I need I need I need my So Scrap just got married. But this happened back in like this was before that. This is why he was on parole then. Oh, the man's name is Lyndon. Lyndon claims that Karen's lawyer offered him twenty five thousand dollars from each one of them to not show up in court. Only problem is they actually tried to assassinate this See what they did was she decided since he didn't want to be with her that she was gonna kill him. She's gonna have her sons do it. 
So like a snapped episode. So he shows up to the house and she asks him to fix something. I can't remember. It's like a washing machine or something. So him and the boys are working on fixing this thing for her. And then when it's time for him to leave, everybody started looking at him funny. So he's like, hmm, I don't like this energy I'm receiving. So they was like, hey, yo, let's, we gonna ride you back where you come from. And he's like, but I drove myself. I don't need y'all to ride me nowhere. Out of nowhere, one of their friends attack him from the back and they start beating him with like pipes and baseball bats and like uh, fucking uh, 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 crowbars and shit. Oh, then they shit. throw him in the trunk of a car and they drive him to go somewhere to dispose of him, the car, everything. They was going to push his shit into a rebel killer. But they happened to get pulled over by the police because he had like expired plate tags or something. Oh, and he's a criminal. So when they pulled him over, I think they smelled weed or something in the car. So they did a search and they found his ass in the trunk. Beat the fuck Bitch! So then they arrested them. They Lord. went to trial. But because he was too sick to go to trial and because Karen got them good connections, they all got 12 years probation off an attempted murder charge. Damn! Then he said he was rehabilitating. He had to have like two, three, five surgeries to get back. Like he ain't, he, they fucked up one eye. He blinded one eye. He on disability. He can't half walk. And then he see them on fucking loving hip hop. Get in the bag. Get in the bag. So this motherfucker wrote a book. No! I ain't started reading it. Look, I ain't started reading it yet, y'all, but I did buy it off of Kindle. And it's called Dead Men Tell No Tales, A Story of Love and Hate by Lyndon Smith. Let me get How your, you gonna try to kill your own daddy though? Let me get your Kindle log in after this after, after we get done with this. I, 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 I was just about to tell you. I you know you can't get, ask me shit like that after I had an edible. I will send it to you in a text me. Yeah, just send it to me, you know. Uh, we so, yeah, cause I'm gonna need to get into that. I'm gonna have to get into that, cause that's gonna be good. That's gonna be real good. Oh shit! I don't know if we are gonna have a summer reading project or something, but look, y'all, I'm about to read this book, cause I want all the details. Low key, I did not know. I, I did not know KK was like that though. Oh, I ain't even mad. Like wait, I'm wait, impressed, wait, wait. bitch. Let's back up. KK been savage, bro. Man, you know that. Ben, how you, you gonna get your ben son to want to kill his own daddy? Mind you, he had a son before he met KK. And that boy be with KK. He don't even was on daddy. Wait a minute. Okay, pause. So who is Cheyenne's daddy? Is it the same dude? Mm-mm. Okay. It gotta be though, don't it? No. No. Cheyenne's daddy is scrap daddy. And right. Not the same. right, 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 right. You, you yeah, they said that on the show. Okay, never mind. So I fell down this hole. I spent a whole afternoon reading all this shit. And then when I found out he wrote a book, bitch, oh, I couldn't wait. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with y'all. <laughs> so, Mr. Smith, if you get a couple of Amazon purchases off the back of this hole, it was only like a $4 book. Oh, it yeah. came from me. Shout out to you <laughs> for t- putting your story out there. Because, whoo, ha. Man, look. Man. Only thing I had this week was um I know that well this was like last week and I think we had just I just forgot to talk about it but um Terry Crews went on the internet again. I don't listen to nothing he say. If he not popping his chest muscles, I don't even want to hear. 
<laughs> well, he went on the internet, and the ironic part about it was, you know, the little guy that played Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Well, apparently, you know, Terry went on there talking about how people are being like, you know, black nationalists, and that's being a that's being a racist, and this and the third. And Chris, because I can't, I think his name is like Tyler Williams or something. Oh God, pineapples! I'm terrible at this, but. Um, don't I, ask me. Goddamn, no, don't know. The, 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 the little boy that played Chris on everybody hates Chris. I don't know. Shit, y'all black. Um, well, you might not be black, but that's not the point. The point is that this little boy that played Chris on everybody hates Chris went online and checked his TV daddy and said, "Hey, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, that's not that's not what this is about. Um, you should you should give me your phone." His name is James Williams. It is. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, man. That memory before I get fucked up is real good. Shout out to me. Um, so apparently Tyler went on the internet and said, "Listen, uh, TV daddy, uh, could you just put your phone in one of them packages? You know, like the ones you get from UPS or even USPS. They need some money right now too, and send it to me. Just get just log off the internet because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about." And every time they Google your name, my name comes up because, you know. Um, so I just appreciate it if you would not. I thought that was <laughs> sickening. <laughs> I thought that was sickening in a good way. Ch- check his ass. Somebody go get Terry phone. Because so, we already still mad at him about the Gabrielle Union shit. So I suggest that Terry sits his ass down. Some damn word. And stay and pop his chest muscles because that's your specialty. <laughs> Every time I see his name, I think of that clip from My Chicks where he's singing that song by his friend. Oh, well, the only time I think of Terry Crews is when I see white girls, but, you know. That's it. White chicks. That's about it. Um, Another thing, and then we're going to get to the mess. Cause we got remember when he's sitting in the car, he whip his head real hard, <laughs> and he gets singing that song about, you know, being his friend. I can't remember the song right now. Sorry. I can't remember what it is either, and we're terrible. But we'll probably post it to the Facebook page. We remember because, um, I just want to spoof that and like Shaq shaking his shoulders because I feel like it's the same energy. It's the same energy. Um, it's like a jagged head song, it's the same energy. It's the same energy with Shaq be shaking his shoulders on them, um, on them, them general auto insurance commercials. Same shit. Um, there's going to be a writer's battle on Juneteenth on Versus. It is going to be Alicia Keys versus John Legend. I don't know who I'm picking, but I feel like it's going to be a Wayne Dane doodle. Because if we think about it, John Legend has written for everybody. He does have his own projects, and his songs are really good, but He's he mostly writes, whereas we see Alicia out here in these streets, and she does write, but she mostly sings a lot of her judges. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard for me to have to pick the Chicago. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing them homebound. And I need you, and I miss you. And now I wonder if I could walk 
to the sky came into my head. I just I couldn't let it go without getting that out. So uh RuPaul's drag race, uh all stars. <laughs> um, because I'm not gonna deal with this shenanigans today. I ain't drunk enough for that. Uh <laughs> Oh, you need to catch up, bitch, because I'm ready. Well, you know, they didn't make me that mad at work today. You know, you know, usually the bitches really piss me off around Thursday. <laughs> it don't be the bitches. We just be out of patience. I have to be telling the kids, like, yes. Monday, Mr. Plenty, plenty of patience. But by Friday, I had this much, and my fingers be touching, so they understand. Friday is not the day to pull it, because she's going to lose her whole night. Yeah, like, Thursday afternoon is when I start to, like, my eyeballs start to kind of hit my floor and um, the relevance of anybody can get this smoke is true and actual fact in that moment. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I had to save all of my patience for that time uh, of the week. Uh, I just feel like, you know, Oh, I'm going to be getting a package from our good sis, Ozzy, over at, uh, Bitch, over, let me see. Over at I Famous Candles. Um, she actually started a podcast with her husband, um, also can be found on Anchor. This is like a shameless plug to Ozzy because she is like a Wayne Dung Doodle. Um, I Famous Candles spelled with a Z, I Famous spelled with a Z, candles.com is found on Wix. Um, she doesn't just sell candles. She sells everything. Everything. Incense and... Essentials oil. Her turmeric face care kit. Let me tell you something. Mine came in the mail the other day. Oh, you got your turmeric? I was so excited. I was getting ready to get in the shower and I was like, I'm about to wash my face with the whipped turmeric cleanser. It goes on so creamy. Mm. It feels all crinkly and stuff in all the right places. And when I tell you I washed myself once and then I woke up the next morning and was like, bitch, looking hydrated than a motherfucker. I'm telling you. And the turmeric oil, all you need is like two or three drops to cover your whole face. Well, you know, I got drunk one night and, you know, it was Ozzy had put on, on, on the face of the books um, that about the turmeric oil and I was back on stock and I was like, so can I use that in my hair? And she was like, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to send you um, the... Um, Shea, the, the, the whipped shea butter, you can put it in your hair, it'll hydrate it better for you, especially in the summertime because your hair soaks up all the moisture and then your scalp is just left out there, especially in the summertime, which causes my scalp to itch and burn and all that other stuff. And yeah, I can't be having that kind of shit. My wig is already very sensitive and I just really don't need to be like for my wig to be falling out. And it's already a wig, I don't need it to be like, you know, so. I ordered that, and then I kind of just went on one of those like um, rabbit holes and on the site, which you will do when you go on the site. So just be prepared, be like, be like Scar, and be prepared. Um, be prepared because it is so easy to go down a rabbit hole on that site. But anyway, um, make sure you go to um, our good sis Ozzy's website. Again, is I the letter I. Um, famous spelled with a Z, so that's F A M O U Z candles.com. It is found on the Wix website. And let's get to Drag Race. Oh, all right, y'all, because you notice how I let her get all that out and I didn't say nothing about her week. Yes. 
Hashtag growth. Um, season five, episode two. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. With a stripper. Here's the thing. Like, the episode started. She got it. She got it. She wrote it. I just. She got it. And I'm in love with a stripper. So I feel like Miss Cracker kind of inserted herself in something that she had. She ain't had no fucking business in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as much as I oh, as much as I love Miss Crack, I just felt like this was out of place. They were in the workroom and she said that she had wished that she had brought her whiteout in there because she felt like Angina didn't try. But here's the thing about the whiteout. Now I don't know if you remember this, but when Ben Delacreme did All Stars, Ben Delacreme sent herself home with the whiteout. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time we've seen the whiteout in the lipstick, you know, uh, elimination. That's the one and only time we've seen it. So why were you up all night trying to figure out why you didn't write on Gina's name on a lipstick when it would have never been said in the first place? Just trying to have a moment, Miss Cracker. I, I, I'm starting to realize I liked her more in her season than I do on All Stars, which is bad. But let's not take away from the shining star of this episode because she is a queen that reigns from Chicago. Um, <clears throat> shut up, iPad. Uh, shut up, iPad. Um, so this week I'm in love. Basically, the, the girls were split up into teams and they all um, made a song about their celebrity crushes. And, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, not the bonus. Um, what they would say in a song to their um, crushes who do I don't really want to go through all the queens because it would be a lot and we ain't got that kind of time um, who was your top queen who was your top two queens this week my top two queens Ooh, what am I looking at Okay, okay, okay. I found it. My top two queens were Shay Kool-Aid. Mm. We'll talk about her later. And I I suffered for Miss Blair St. Clair this week. I was going to say Blair St. Clair as well. Because even though she did Hannibal Lecter, she was she was constantly stealing the show. She was con- you. You always, I always kind of, you know, drifted back to her, because no matter where she was on the stage, it was I was fascinated with her, and I was a little shaky with her at first because she had did that confessional talking about how she a singer and she do all this performing and did it, did it. But when they was getting ready to make their songs and she got on the mic and her first take, I said, "Oh, she was a singer on her season though." Oh wait, bitch! Um, you missed all them notes. Every single one. Oh, you just nervous? Okay, then she did the second time around. I'm like, okay. All right, then. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch, just, it's about to get bad. Th- this this can go really bad very quickly. Um, I also want to give an honorable mention to Alexis because she kept saying "Jaddy Yankee," <laughs> and it took me down. <laughs> Every time she says "Jaddy." I'm like, daddy. Jaddy Inky? I'm like, God, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
shit, man. I I I enjoyed her because hers was so authentic and it wasn't she that really was her celebrity crush. That that, mm-hmm. that was definitely her celebrity crush. When she did her confessionals, <laughs> she was saying it the same way. Every time she said Daddy Yankee, it was Jetty Jetty uh, Yankee. <laughs> the only person that I felt was also deserves maybe an honorable mention ish is Juju B and her love for John Stamos because she she was ready. I mean, she was a stand, and Juju Loki looked really good this week to me. Oh, that runway stunning, stunning. Let me just okay. This week's runway challenge was love the skin you're in. Angina and Blair, I don't think they understood what she meant by skin. Well, apparently, and I'm just going to say this in Angina's defense. What she wore was a mixture of a tribal um, concept from, you know, because she's Native American. Um, so it was a mixture of her, like her own concept plus a a a, a longstanding tribal, um, you know, wear. And while I thought that the idea was really cute, it, I don't think it was very well executed. It was it swallowed her up because she's so tiny. I, I didn't. I did not like it. I did like it, but and then Bla- with Blair St. Clair, okay. So what I got from that was maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not thinking about this right. But here we go. She executed it as if the, her insides were pink, and you know the rest is drag. I guess. And I thought the outfit was sickening. Look. She was sick. Oh my god! But she challenge she did not meet. I didn't think so either. I just I didn't. But because it was so sickening, and, and because so well she executed. was so iconic in oh. the 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 maxi challenge, yeah. I just don't see a reason like she deserved to be safe. I agree. She deserved to be saved. I I get I could I could see it and I could see why she was saved. Um, I figured out why Mayhem was safe. Mayhem was safe because of her runway. That oh, dress? Bitch. But Ooh. I liked her Mr. Rogers take as well. It was so was it the malls? It was cute. And I think that's what happens with Mayhem a lot. She do, she do all right. It be cute. But, but it, she's not a standout person. It doesn't do, it, is, it doesn't, she doesn't She's not a standout artist, especially but when you and when you have queens like Shea Coulee and 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 the Juju Bees and you know those big queens that got them big names, you have to do something to stand out of the pack. And right now, Mayhem is not. And each week, I can guarantee you, her performance will be okay, and her runway will be absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Her personality is shining through. You forget about her a lot. A lot. She kind of she kind of fades into the back a lot, like that that Homer Simpson meme. You know when he fades into the grass. <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me. I be doing that all the time. They be like, anybody seen Miss J? <laughs> Let me take a few steps back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Char- you hear your name over the over the intercom, but you already got your key in your car door. You hit some go. Let me tell you something. We cannot leave talking about this episode of Drag without talking about Shaky Lace Run. Oh, I felt like we was going to give that a... a we're going to talk about a, a five minutes of a smooth shout-out for that runway. When she, when she came around the corner, I literally gasped. I couldn't even... I was so spellbound. She looked... I mean, I feel like stunning, I feel like stunning is not. I feel like perfection is not an adequate word for what we all got to experience. It was just head to toe, baby. Talk about Wakanda perfection. Oh my god. And look, you know I love me some chat with both niggas. I know you like them little paper bag niggas. I ain't like that. Look, sometimes a Chipotle paper bag nigga say it hurt. Don't but don't don't like don't some, don't come for him. Nobody asked you. I like me some you. straight. Didn't nobody ask you to talk about straight Mr. from Jordan. Nobody asked you to bring up Mr. Jordan. Okay. Big. You've been liking Chipotle bag niggas since before Mr. Jordan, so you don't have to widen the name pool on that one. <laughs> First off, you didn't have that's to... That's your type, friend. That's, that's your type. That's my type, nigga. That's my type. <laughs> that's my man when you talking to. He don't know about it. Um, but <laughs> my type, bitch, I like me a deep chocolate straight from the ancestral plains of Wakanda. Oh, okay. All right. You can even take me to the mountains. I, Did you say take me to the king? Chad was fine. Cool. Let, let me quit. Let me quit. Let me quit. Uh, ooh, I got a question. I got a question. All right, bro. <laughs> you got questions. I have to. I don't know. Ruth said that her celebrity crush, the first one she said was Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. Who is your old man celebrity crush? Oh, old man celebrity crush. Yeah. Um, put me on the spot. I have Ideas. I have two. Uh a conventional and a non-conventional. Um so do I. So come on. So I just feel like he never goes out of style. He's always sickening. And I just could, I would be remiss if George Clooney was not um, my celebrity crush. You know, he's like, you know, I don't know. It's something about George Clooney. Nothing said he's good. He's real good. (laughs) Something about George Clooney. I don't know. Um... My second old man crush is not necessarily about his looks, but the man can narrate the shit out of a motherfucking movie. Okay, and every time you hear his voice, it it, it kind of it, it. Every time I hear his voice, it pulls me in. So, Morgan Freeman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was in the rabbit hole the other day. You there is a picture of a young Morgan Freeman when he is in the military or some shit. Fine, fine. Yeah. Fine, fine. Fine, fine. Fine, fine. Okay. Ooh. I, so I, if I can find it for y'all sisters, I'll put it on the Facebook. Please I'll put it do. on all this shit. Because a young Morgan Freeman, oh, he can get this. Okay. There's something about Morgan Freeman again because he narrates so many things. Um, he's the voice of God. He's the voice of God. You know what I'm saying? He Shawshank Redemption was when I was I was really captivated by him. But I mean, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Morgan Freeman. Who are your two? Let's, let me get off of me. Okay. <laughs> so I decided to pick me. A black one and a white one, because you know I I don't really do the pink. I ain't gonna get into that. So my first one, the edible kicking in. His name, his name is James Pickens Jr. He plays Doctor Richard Reverend on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I don't know what it is, but I I go for that right now. Mm-hmm. Dr. Richard Webber, he, he, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> And I've also caught myself titillated. Hear me out. Okay. One of my favorite movies is Chicago. Okay. That's the musical about the musical Chicago with Renee Zellweger and and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, mm-hmm. Maya, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. For the girls, and, for the girls. And a quite debonair, Richard Greer. Man, look, let me tell you about Richard Greer and how fine that motherfucker is, baby. That is a zaddy. That's a zaddy. That's a motherfucking zaddy, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> bitch. I could get behind that, in front Rich, of that, Richard on the Greer side still, of that, below that. He's still yeah. fine to this day, just like George Clooney. I feel like George Clooney and Richard Gere are in the same boat. Same boat. That's the same man. And I mean, I, I even going back to Pretty Woman, I ain't never seen a movie that I ain't wanted to be the bitch. <sighs> I wanted mm. to be. The, I, I wanted to be Julia Roberts in that moment. <laughs> I'd have been a hoe. Yeah, I'm already not getting paid for it. I'm not being a hoe, man. I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> okay. This week's Leap Seek Assassin <laughs> yeah! was none other than the incomparable <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. The legend herself, honey. And let me tell you something. I wasn't mad at Alyssa's lip sync. I wasn't either. But she had to go against Shake Poulet. And Shea Coulee knew she had to go against the dancing queen Alyssa Edwards. She pulled... So she didn't give it a moment. No. She pulled. First off, mm-hmm. her outfit changed. Word, bitch. Like, you were already fucking sickening. I, I don't even. Stunning. Fabulous. Put all the adjectives together. <laughs> so fabulous. Sticky, wonderful. Baby, she fucked us up, honey. (laughs) But then the outfit changed, though. Bitch. The outfit change was almost better than the actual runway. I know. I was like, so you gonna pull out all the tricks for this week, huh? And then Alyssa comes up 
First off, let me tell you something. <laughs> so y'all, I've been Alyssa Edwards. I've, I've been an Alyssa Edwards stand for years. I watched her season live. Season, so that tell you how long I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I've always liked Alyssa. I've always liked her, and so to see her, the first thing I did was a tongue pop. I can't do it right now, but I, the first thing I did was a tongue pop because everybody, thank you, because she's so dramatic and I stand for her. But we all know that Alyssa is a dancing queen. She has a dance studio. Um, for young LGBTQIA, you know, plus communities, um, in Texas, and I don't know if you knew that, but um, she has, I did not. She has a yeah. She 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 teaches dance. She you know that's how she really started kind of getting out into drag, um, or kind of getting her feelings out when she wasn't you know doing drag, and then she found drag, and then that's how it kind of you know kind of evolved. So I've always stood for Alyssa, um. And I feel like Shay saw Alyssa and said, every black ass move I got, I'm going to have to put it out here to get this 20 G's. I wasn't and mad. Honey. I was mad. She did. I wasn't mad. She turned it all the way out. They did Neutron Dance. And I was like, what the fuck? What kind of high energy bullshit? What the rule? What the fuck? <laughs> it was good. Oh man! Like and then this they had season t- of All Stars. And they had mm. Tessa. They had Tessa Thompson in Madison Beer, which we know Madison from this season of Celebrity uh, Drag Race, and we know her, and she turned it on her uh, episode. And so we knew that they, at, at bare minimum, you know, of course, Madison knows what it is, but Tessa has been acting for so long. And you know Tessa's non-binary and just stunning. I, I've always thought Tessa Thompson was stunning. I think she was dating um, Michelle. Um, sorry, um, Janelle Monae. But anyway, um, they did date. So I saw them, and then to have I don't know if they still together. I don't know either. But Tessa Thompson is fine, fine. Um, mm, I loved it. I appreciated this lip sync. Um, I didn't feel like Shay stepped out of her way to out lip sync Alyssa. I felt like Alyssa came in and did exactly what she was supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, I saw some people saying that you know Alyssa didn't really give it her all, and yeah. Here's what I think happened. There was one point in the performance that Shay was so provocative that even Alyssa had to turn her head and see it. Yeah. Good artistry respects good artistry. And she saw that and was like, oh, you trying to win win. And then she stepped her game up a little bit more. But by then, sis had pulled her full pussy out of pocket. She yeah, did. she did. I have. I, she heard 20,000 and said, the, what the fuck I won't do is not get this. Uh, yeah. Plus her trip to where she got her trip to the Cabo St. Lucas too. Didn't yeah, she got Cabo. Everybody going to Cabo. Are we doing Cabo next year? We we'll talk about that later. Um, um, Angina went home. She asked to go home. Well, I don't understand what the fuck we gonna rehash that about because you notice I didn't even mention it Thanks. because it was clear to me. When they said who the bottom three were, 
that Angina was going home. She was in the bottom last week, sis. You deserve to go home. She said, send me home. She said that she did worse than these women here and that they should still be here. And honey, honey, look, I respect your honesty. Yeah. But I also agree with Angina, or this wasn't even Angina, it's Miss Cracker telling herself, got in her head. She did. With the whole, I wish I had a white at your name out. Because then you just fuck up somebody's vibe. I see. Last I, thing I, I want to be known for is a vibe fucker upper. Um, it's just kill my vibe. Oh god. Uh, so do you want to take a break now and do I may destroy you in insecure after the break, or do you want to do I may destroy you now and then take a break? Yeah, you want to take a break. And we are back. Um, I don't know why she's framing before the time frame. <laughs> it's like she's in a competition with someone that's working with her. I'm going to cut that out. Um, no! <laughs> uh-huh. Dirty. Um, so this week, uh, this week's episode of I May Destroy You, um, in season one, episode two, somebody is lying. And it was very clear. But I know we, we didn't really get into it last week, but basically this is what happens. Annabella goes out with her friends. And when she goes out with her friends last week, um, there is a gentle nod that Simon shares with another guy at the table to ensue that there's something in this drink. Um, and in this episode, someone is lying. Annabella is having a conversation. Start, start off with Annabella having a conversation with her best friend Thierry. It is not Annabella. It is Arabella. Arabella. It's Arabella. Sorry, I, I think I wrote. I, but they all call her Bella. I was going to yeah, cut that, I was gonna Anna, cut that Anna, Annabella off, too. Bitch. So that's Bella. Bella's mm. having a con- mm-hmm. Bella's having a conversation with Thierry, and she they're at breakfast, and she's kind of recounting what happened the night prior, and. And during the entire conversation, she keeps saying, I haven't slept. So, on a, Bella and Thierry get to Bella's house. And Bella's describing this thing that she keeps seeing to Thierry. And it's of this scene with this guy, and he's in this bathroom stall. And this is loosely translated because... They have very thick British accents that I have to turn the subtitles on to understand. Now, um, I'm gonna be <laughs> Brit, Brit lit by the end of this episode, baby. Because by the end of this season, I'm gonna have it on lock. But basically, she's she's describing she's locked in a bathroom cell with a guy, and it's like he's like moving and he's thrusting and she sees his nostrils. And you see the light bulb go off in Terry's head. You can see it in her eyes. And she kind of looks at Bella and Bella just kind of dismisses it. So 
Bella says, oh, well, you know, I, I've really been thinking that this is probably something that's not really happening or something that didn't happen. I, you know, I've been watching these videos. Um, you know, tell me what you think of this. And so she's just bullshit ass video that she has. She shows her. And um, Terry is like, okay, so uh, go to sleep. As Terry's leaving and she, um, you know, Bella's got her her, you know, mask on and everything. Terry shoots Bella this look. I don't know if you noticed it. But what did you think about that in its entirety? I felt like the whole day Terry was trying to get Bella to see that this is not normal. Like, you went out with fucking Simon. You know how fucking Simon is. Mm-hmm. You got into something like she asked her, like, did you, did Simon have coke? Like you could tell, like this is a person that she hangs out with. That's her friend that she like. That really just ain't got her best interest. And she don't want to say it because, of course, she don't think Bella's gonna hear it. So she's just gonna keep asking her stuff to get her get to this point on her own. Right. How did you get the scratch on your head? Why is your phone smashed? And like layering on girl you need to put all this shit together something happened to you and you don't remember it because he took some shit from Simon and he got you too fucked up mm-hmm. or he drugged you intentionally well there was a conversation there was a part in it and that I missed where um Bella tries to call Simon he didn't answer oh yeah and Terry called Simon and he answers so is he intentionally avoiding Bella? Yeah. He also lied to her. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was with you all night, and then I took you to your office and left you there. It was fine. You fell. Well, I mean, that's probably the only truth he told her. She fell. Well, <laughs> right, because after several attempts of trying to get in contact with Simon, um, Arabella goes to his house and rings the doorbell. And Cat uh, answers the door and uh, she goes up and she's asking these questions. But the line of questions that she's asking Simon is tripping him up because he is fucking around on Cat with that girl, Alyssa. Threesome girl. Threesome girl. I called her the not some girl because I couldn't remember her name. Her name was Alyssa. And um, she. But he's trying to cover all of that up. Now, I get a little confused with Simon in that retrospect. That whole thing with Kat and she wanted the threesome and she really wanted it. She really wants the threesome with Alyssa, but, you know, basically that's the sad hole and he don't really want to bring her to the relationship, that kind of thing, whatever the case may be. But wouldn't it just be easier if your girl wanna fuck her and you already fucking her, then wouldn't you just bring wouldn't you just have all that happen at the same time? Then at least that way you ain't gotta sneak around. Well, no, because the reason why she wants to have a threesome, bruh, she's bored with you. So she thinking she bring another bitch into the bedroom, that'll spice some shit up. Little does she know. You already fucking the bitch mm-hmm. that you done faked and showed her that she met online. She probably did doing the thing that you were doing. And it'd be a shame 
for you to bring your side bitch to the shit. Mm-hmm. And then she realized that your ass was born in the sack too. You you one of them vanilla niggas. I bet you got a whole routine. Well, I'm gonna start with her left shoulder. <laughs> so this whole no, every time he kissed that shoulder, okay, we're about to have sex. Because that is his rude motherfucking team. Yes, routine. I I don't know that he's boring. I just don't feel like I, I feel like he could have brought that to the table with Kat. But I because I I feel that she's open enough to be able to take that. But did you notice that when um when Arabella goes to Kat and Simon's house, do you notice that he's not looking at Arabella? He's looking he's everywhere else but her. Because she's the cover for the night. So how can you come here and question me about my cover story when you're my cover for the night? I also felt you're bringing it up. We went to the island. I had to go online. Because when she kept saying she went to the cash party and took out 40 quid, I'm like, what in the world is a cash point? And oh, the ATM is 40 machine. Quid? I got that from the stimulus, uh, from what they showed us because she had another. Uh, sorry. Has That's left. how I figured it out. I'm like, okay, they must be talking about ATM. Yes. And I believe oh, 40 quid is like $50. No, it is. It's like fifty dollars equivalent to US, U.S. money, I believe. Um, I'm like, what is a quid? Is quid is a slang for pounds, British pounds? Yes. I'm just like, okay, okay. I'm gonna write all these little isms down because by the end of this season, I'm gonna be able to go to London. I'm gonna be able to talk a slang. <laughs> oh yeah. I figured that because um, well, you know my roots. Anyway, um, so. Arabella gets gets her wits enough to say, which was a fantastic thing for her to say. Uh, You say we took an Uber, right? Say less. Let me see your Uber receipts. Let me see that real quick. She takes a screenshot of it. Which was... And leaves. And leaves. (laughs) And gets up out of that gender. Ask me shit. I need to know what the fuck I was because I'm seeing these flashbacks of ATMs and this man that is... Clear. I don't know if he's on top of me. I don't know if I'm dreaming. It. I don't know what's happening, but something happened, and nobody's telling me what happened. So, mm-hmm. uh, she goes. She she follows one of the, the the last address on his rides, and it takes her to Alyssa's house, to where Alyssa is like, oh yeah, you know. My friend said that I probably got drugged last night. You know what I'm saying? I woke up real sick this morning. Um, you know what I'm saying? I had to call off work. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? I'm Gucci now. Da, da, da. Bella, like, where you do know I had the same shit happen to me, too. And the only person that we share in common in this story that we know is Simon. It's Simon. Alyssa loses her shit. <laughs> she lost her motherfucking. Yeah. You fucking ask me if I've been safe with him? I've been. I've been oh, safe oh, with oh. him for six months. Wait a minute, sis. Safely fucking. She said that shit so hard. I wanted to learn how she said that because I got to get that. 
listen, if I don't learn nothing else from this show, I feel like I'm going to have a British accent now. Now, by the end of this season, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Now my now my Creole is pretty decent, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know I got a mama that used to speak to me and this shit, cuss me out and all that. I got that down down. Well, that's because I didn't grew up a long, long time with motherfucker cussing me out in Creole, so I got that. But we're a derivative of England, so you would think that I would be able to get an English accent because we do a lot of British shit. Do you know we have tea at noon? Like we sit and we have I actual like tea. tea. We have actual tea. And if you're not old enough to have tea, you can like you can have like like milk. Well, Vi used to make me um chocolate milk and she used to just warm it up and shit. But it would literally be chocolate milk that she warmed up. It's not not hot chocolate. It was chocolate milk warmed up. And then um same difference. Down there it ain't. And then um Matter of fact, I'm going to make me a hot chocolate and we done with this. Mm-hmm. That's the way they do it. Then, well, we, 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 but again, we have a lot of British, you know, derivatives because our name prior to 1981 was the British Honduras. So, I don't know how I'm going to get this English accent by the end of this, this, this season, but oh, do bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, now that I'm thinking about it, and there's one more thing I want to get to before we end this episode, that I May Destroy You will be moving to Monday nights starting next week. Oh, yay. And I believe it comes on at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, so... If it's 9 p.m. our time, it is 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. Not specific, oh. but Pacific. That's an ocean. Because we're talking about the ocean. That's an ocean. See? See I... Not a straight topic. Yeah, goals. Um, talking about the ocean. What? We're I... talking specifically. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to do that. Um, right. I'm high and drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been Ooh, drinking I... and I've been smoking. I, I, well, I, bring, I really had an edible. I'm trying to bring. I, I got to bring myself back. Okay, so Arabella, after getting cussed out from a balcony, um, gets into an Uber and she goes to the police station where she should go. Um and um. She f- called her fine friend Kwame. Yes, well, she didn't call Kwame. Kwame called her, I believe. Either way, this, this is not the point. The point is, is that Kwame goes with her to the police station. And you can see that as Bella's saying the story, struggling. The police, she's struggling to say the story to the police. Because every time they bring up an assault to her, she's like, well, I don't, I don't really know what she's talking about because. I didn't really get assaulted because I don't really know if it happened because it's in my head. It's not like something like I, I, that, that actually happened because it's in my head. It, that may or may not happen. So she's always refuting what happened. And then there's a moment when the investigator asks, asks her something. And 
she immediately starts to weep because that's when she they realized. talking about the nostrils. Yes. And she immediately starts to weep because that, that, that's the point where she realizes something happened to me. They sent her to the hospital. I don't know what the British call hospitals. Um, and uh, you know they're examining her and it is really awful to just kind of see it and look at it because you know, we may see it on Law and Order SVU. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that even when we see it on SVU, it's like that. Because this is like a story that's been told over weeks, and SVU is like something that's been crammed into an hour. But this is like mm-hmm. really what ha- This is what they do when you get assaulted. That is literally And no matter where you've been, as long as if you're in the country that, you know, except straight as a crime but you know she's going through the motion she goes outside to have a fag and aka cigarette for all you non-smoking bitches and there's another young lady out there she's playing a cigarette but her trauma is she's also been mm-hmm. and she has blood on her night on her hospital gown but it seems like it wasn't her first time. Because she said, your first time? Oh, for you. Basically. And, that and was, I'm just like, that was kind of like, damn. That was a sobering moment. That was sobering. And then the episode goes off. Basically. Oh, the episode goes off and Cat shows up at house. And Alyssa is a one out of these hoes. She was saying, listen, she literally said, listen, I'm going to do this fucking tired. Close the door. But now Cat knows that Simon is up to something. Mm-hmm. Bella knows that Simon, Simon is lying to her. No, she knows that he's, she, she found out that last episode. But she knows that mm-hmm. Simon's lying to her and avoiding her. Did you have any shout outs for this episode or, or altar call? I did not. I do I do have an altar call for this episode. Thierry went to a uh, audition. Yeah. And at the audition, they're telling her that she's going to be supporting in the, you know, the hair part of the, you know what I'm saying, the, the commercial that they're doing. And Terry's like, all right, cool. And I'm thinking my hair's in, you know what I'm saying? You know, typical black girl shit. And this white woman says, oh, is that your hair? Now I'm pissed. Bitch, you don't ask me if it's my motherfucking hair. And if it was, it don't fucking matter. If it's a wig on my hair, it don't matter. Oh, she had to ask, because then the next thing she said, which offended the fool fuck out of me. Ooh, this is why I'm finna read well, this bitch, bitch. can you take it off? Can you take off your wig? You bitch, you, wait a minute. Wait a minute, you white bitch. Hold on. Let me sit up in my chair for this. You simple white bitch. What you will not do ever in your life is ask me to bear my soul for you, and I don't know you. Taking off my wig in front of somebody that I don't know? Yeah, what? Okay, let me put it this way. When I back when I was actually wearing wigs 
Again, I just let everybody know. Everybody know. Listen, at this point, you should know the hair that come out of my head is my fucking hair. As long as it is, yes, it is my hair. So when I used to wear wigs, and I would be with, I go a boyfriend house. That wig gonna see this pillow tonight. I'm gonna sleep so pretty. It's gonna be a Wayne Dane doodle. But I ain't taking off this wig. You, you know how long it took me to put this motherfucker on? And whether it took me out, it took me five minutes, two minutes, or 20 minutes of an hour to put my wig on, it does not give you the right to ask me to take off my wig. Tell was right to tell that bitch no. Now she did she lose out on the bag for doing that? Yeah, but I respect I respect Terry way more for not taking off a wig because at the end of the day, you these white people want us to fucking put on a fucking show and dance on all the motherfucking time just to get a fucking bag. Bitch, you're not gonna you're not gonna take my integrity away from me because I need the bag. That's not the way this works. So all you white holes out here asking us, is that my is that your hair? Can I see your real hair? Please know on that I'm going to tell you this one time or one time only. The minute you open up your motherfucking mouth and ask me that shit, I'm going to out of your ass. Because listen, let me tell you something. Listen, Becky. You don't know what the fuck it is like to live, live in our shoes and then on top of that you insult us. Because our hair is not as straight as yours. Which I don't want this straight shit. You can't do nothing with it. But at the end of the day, you're gonna respect me. Don't don't be doing this fuck ass shit. That's that was that was, she crossed the line for me. I don't even know what how she t- said. I don't even know how Terry walked up out of there and didn't cuss that bitch out. I have no idea how Terry got through that. <clears throat> Never knew who's connected to who. I get this, but damn it, Terry, you better than me. Maybe we come with our American ass accents. I think they, because the way they say, the way they say her name is Terry. Terry. My American ass. Terry ass. What oh, Jesus. That's your Chicago ass. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. I gotta listen. Mm, I've been here for too long. Um, You didn't have any shout outs or. You just want to piggyback, or do you want to get to insecure in this fuck shit? Let's get to insecure. All right, let's get to insecure in this fuck shit. Oh, God. Season four, episode 10, last episode of the season. Loki lost. Mm. And, bitch, so are we. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to go in? All order? I said is, I know they're not going to end it like that. I know they're not going to, I know they're I, Wait a minute, sis. Are you going to go in order or are we just going to take this in topics? Like, how you want to do this? We're going to go in order because um, the bulk of my notes work that way. Okay. Let's do it. Before I get, but before I get fully started in this, <laughs> Lisa Ray, don't be coming for Chicago like that. Lisa. Okay, yeah. We ain't no fuck city. Okay, Issa. Issa. She right. Issa. Issa. Because it's always chilly there. It is always chilly. Don't say that. (laughs) 
When it's hot, it's hot. <laughs> but we love you. Except at night when the sun go down and it, look, shut up. I was old mother. I'm like, what? Lawrence? Big ups for trying to take up for us. Thank you, Lawrence. I'm starting, I'm starting to like your ass again. You know, that, that couch move and then this shit. Yeah, they moving up in the world. That couch move, your ass sweet. Ooh, child. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So, trying to get to a speaking couch. Speaking of Martin. Try to get to a couch now. Speaking of Martin, yeah. The, yeah. He got the job in San Fran. He's going to have an assistant in a corner office and she. What it? What it? Me and Lawrence. Um, but now he becomes long distance, babe. Because mm-hmm. she said it's a 45 minute flight right. to San Fran. Right. So we ain't driving. That's gonna take four, five, six hours. Uh, uh, the 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 average time for driving from L.A. to San Francisco is about three, four hours. Trust me, I know. I've done it. It's straight up I five, but traffic and you know, fuck people and you know, but it's about it's about three, four hours, give or take. So. Hmm. Strange things are occurring. What are you doing? I'm not editing this. <laughs> no. <laughs> my phone just restarted my notes. So I had to go back and get into my notes. Oh, okay. Easy. I got you. So T Mobile, look y'all. T Mobile. Y'all been fucking up all day. All day. Listen, you almost gotta read at the end of this episode. I couldn't make no phone calls. I couldn't take send no text me. Look. And now you're fucking with my note while I'm recording. And I'm high. I, I don't have the faculties. I got you, sis. To fully adjust what just happened. I, but, I got you, sis. Okay. No, I'm ready. I got it up. All right. So now Lawrence and Issa, they kind of had this little back and forth. Like, what would they do? Like, if he got the job in San Fran, would he move? Would she move? Would they commute? How they would do this? But she says she's in it. And he say he in it. And so they're going to try to, you know, Make this long distance thing work. Maybe Issa gonna end up moving down there. I like. I don't it. recommend that shit. I like it. Next question. Shout out to love. So, <laughs> Issa goes to the barber shop. Right, the Ethan to see the spot that Nathan showed mm-hmm. had told her about that she could do her little events and shit in. And he apologizes for being like, you know, low-key jealous. And saying the shit that he said about Lawrence. Lawrence. Because he don't want there to be no bad blood between Easter because he genuinely like her. He care about her. Like, really he want to, you know he want another shot at it. Mm-hmm. But he's going to respectfully not play that role because he know he walked out, he fucked up, you know, whatever he, even though he had his own reasons, dealing with his own personal mental health, she didn't know that. She thought she had just been officially chopped and screwed mm-hmm. and ghosted. Like, mm-hmm. T-Pain, I need some new music. Hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey, hey, stick to the story. You are. You are. No, no, no. I, 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 let me just say this and then we'll go back to the story. <laughs> 
I have wanted or sang two T-Pain songs in this episode alone. So apparently you have become part of my musical identity and I just need more music. Like, give me some more material. I enjoy a good T-Pain. How you doing? What does the T stands for? Terrence or Thomas? Look, okay. <clears throat> Speaking of <laughs> T-Pain. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> let's talk about Molly and Andrew. Oh, please. Let's do it. Andrew, look, for me, for weeks, he's been giving me the this bitch vibe me when it comes too. to Molly. Mm-hmm. Molly thinks she's doing all the making all these changes and trying to be like in a relationship. And so she's putting on this platform and playing this role. But every time this man comes to you with something that he wants to do, you're always coming up with an excuse not to do it. And this is the perfect example of it because when they're at Molly's um, shindig, her, her, her work shindig, and BJ pops up with his fine ass and, and um, say, well, hey, you know what I'm saying? We about to, you know what I'm saying? Check it out, Wes. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, he, he roll up and he's like, well, we have to check it out west of this other bar. What you finna do? And she like, oh, okay, we can kick it in. At the same time, Andrew's like, no, oh, no, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, they kind of, you could see that it had come to a head in that moment. But then Molly kind of jokes it off and she kind of ends up getting him to do what he doesn't want to do, which he ends up doing all the time. Mm-hmm. So, but when it's him, she always tells him no. And she always tells him no because then we see when they get back to the apartment and he like, yo, let's let's kick it and watch some looking for a toy. I'm trying to get caught up. You know, the reunion on, you know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. And you're going to deny us. Looking for Latoya. I, and I said us. I listen. Because I only get to watch it over y'all's shoulders. So if y'all don't watch it, I don't get to watch it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I am gonna go on looking for Latoya.com though. No shade. Uh, Bitch. Look, y'all. Loki might be doing. She got that a whole website. They play all the clips from the season, so we get to watch the motherfuckers again. And it's a couple of little extra gifts and bitches. Looking for is it looking to find it? It's looking for Latoya. Looking for Latoya is about to become a fucking podcast, and the first episode is on Spotify right now. Well, I'm gonna be um. Uh, partaking in the looking for Latoya.com probably sometime this evening. If I get drunk enough, I'm definitely gonna do that. Um, so, so y'all don't have to listen to the fucking podcast and shit because that shit might come up. Because I know I'm gonna be fucking listening. Me too. They they get into this argument, and Andrew literally says to mommy, Look, bitch. I am tired of you and your fuck-ass shit. But Molly keeps getting phone calls while they're having this argument. Mm-hmm. And after a few times of Kelly calling her, she finally answers. And then we find out that... Kelly missing. No, Tiffany's missing. Right. Tiffany's missing. Kelly's calling to say that Tiffany's missing. Right. So they all meet up at the house. 
and Derek is literally losing his. We've been tiptoeing around that Tiffany thing all season. That postpartum. Mm-hmm. And this is where it comes to a head because they all get together and nobody knows that Molly and Issa aren't friends, but they got to look for their friends. So, bitch, just come on. And um, I believe that that was Tiffany's mom or that may have been Derek's mom said she was dreaming about catfish. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, am I watching Soul Food? And uh, next thing you know, day on the hunt at the movie theater. Well, the movie theater got a bar. So then they go to the bar. The bartender said, okay, well, I saw her, but you know what I'm saying? She left. She had four margaritas and she left. And then they're like, okay, well, she took an Uber. But then Derek didn't tell him that she took an Uber. And so it was a big, it was a process. But you want to talk about the bus scene? They get on the bus. And this weird guy sitting next to Kelly tells her, my inner black woman looks just like you. That was, I would I don't know whether to be in, like, I don't know if I would to have been flattered or offended. But it's like, you know, you, then the bitch looks good, but don't be talking to me. Because you see I'm on the phone, one. You see I'm really not with the shits right now, two. So they, Kelly finally figures it out. She's at the Sheraton <clears throat> while they're on the bus rolling past the Sheraton. Wait. Yeah. Kelly's, how come y'all don't ever have a car? Why are y'all been Ubering your life away this week? No, they got in Derek's car. They got on. They got in Derek's car. But they ended up on the bus. They ended like, up on the, the. They ended up on the bus because that, in their mind, was the best way to track her because she got on the bus. So then, when they went, when they went down the street, they would be able to see all the hotels that they passed. But there's this little device called Google Isha, and they could have literally just track. You could have gone on there, and, and that's the point. The point is that they're distraught and they're not thinking straight. To be able to come up with that thought, so their their first logical thing to do is get on the bus. Fine. So they roll past the Sheraton, and they run up to the front of the bus, and they ask him the bus driver, that old ass <laughs> Ozzy Davis, looking at it. Oh Jesus! To pull over so that they could get the fuck off the bus. It was an emergency. Well, he wouldn't do it. Hey, Kelly, dear Kelly, my friend in my head, my ace boom coon. Push the button. Push the button. Push the button. You gotta push it if you wanna go in. Well, in this case, she had to go out. (laughs) She pushed the button and got off the bus. And then the bus driver sees the police officers over there. So he's like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. This hoe pushed my button. So now they over there. And white people done got off the bus. Oh, girl. And then they... They went straight, straight Karen with it. It was her. <laughs> Molly pulled her attorney card so fast. I said, now I'm going to stand for Molly. This is when you pull the attorney shit. And she did it at the right time. The police officer literally looked at them and said, I am not doing this today. <laughs> she said, it's not going to be me. Go home. <laughs> 
And I was like, all right. And she's like, go home. Like, damn. <laughs> you ain't nobody, daddy. You ain't even nobody. Like, My man said, I will not be out here in these streets looking crazy. I'm trying to show these fuck ass police officers in Minnesota. I'm trying to show these fuck ass police officers in Chicago. I'm trying to show these fuck ass police officers in New York, Detroit, LA. How to, how across to the across entire the United, United States, States on how to defuse a situation. This don't have to be something huge. You motherfuckers go that way, and you motherfuckers go that way, and I'm gonna resume going back to the donut shop that I was trying to go to before this. Get me you. a nice steaming hot cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee, cause fuck these Starbucks. I'm going to Stan's Donuts, and I'm gonna go give me a motherfucking donut. I don't have time for this fuck shit. Y'all motherfuckers do what y'all gotta do. So they get off, get to Sheraton, they get the room number, they get upstairs. Derek knocks on the door. She opens it, and clearly she's a fucking wreck. Yeah. She apologized. Like, do you see? Did you notice that this is the first time we've seen Tiffany without her weed? Uh huh. Like, when she opened up the door, I was like, oh, Amanda Seals. (laughs) But. I'm used to seeing Amanda Seals like that on her Instagram. So when I saw Kelly, I'm sorry, when I saw Tiffany like that, I was like, oh, oh, she going through something. That postpartum is fucking with her. The only thing I Mm -hmm. did want to talk about too was there's a breakdown on the bus that Derek has. Would you motherfuckers put them goddamn, them half sticks of dynamite up? We don't want to hear that shit all goddamn night. Why um, do they all start at 8 o'clock, though? Even over here, it's like, 8 o'clock, let's blow up the dynamite. Boom, 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 boom. Like, my cat is fucking frazzled. Um, so, I wanted to talk about that seat on the bus with Derek, Molly, and Issa. Because we see Issa being a friend. In ways that she's been a friend to Molly, Kelly, and Tiffany, everybody in the past. We see Issa do what Issa does. And you also see uh, Molly kind of shooting these glares at Issa to kind of insinuate, is Issa talking to me? Or is she talking to Derek? I personally Mm -hmm. believe that she was talking to both of them. I may not be right, but you know... She was being a little shady queen. She was sending some jabs out there. But Derek was lobbing them up. Like, he... he, It was like he... They had set this up before they got on the bus. That's fucked up, Molly. I don't know, but... I, I I I appreciated the scene because we got to see how Issa loves and how Issa communicates with people and Issa is not out here trying to be a fuck ass nigga. She truly genuinely cares about her friends and Issa is someone that I believe lives in everyone. Her character in itself is someone that is just a is a relatable person. So to see this scene didn't really fade. It, it, it fazed me because 
I felt so bad for Derek in that moment because he's beating himself up like I should have done more. I knew that it was a lot for Tiffany. I did I did that. And Issa's like, no, that's not true. You know. And Issa's low-key feeding him lines that she got from Nathan. I don't know if you noticed that. But uh-huh. um it was it was it was definitely a serendipitous moment, but I just I, I really did appreciate Derek's vulnerability in that moment. And I felt really bad for him. Even when Issa was like, um, you even gained five pounds, you know what I'm saying? Maternity weight. And he goes 15. And she goes, and you look good. Listen, that's gross. <laughs> we can't get out of this episode without addressing the elephant in the room. I'm just like to say, if y'all go back into reality wait, history... Wait, before you go there, there's two things we can address. Because I know what you're about to say. Molly has another interaction with um, Andrew. That, that's what I was... Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Cause I, oh, oh, we get into the coup de grace, the coup de grace. Perfect, go ahead. Say less. You're right. I, again, I called it. She comes to sit down with Andrew. And Andrew's like, you know, we'll talk, lady. You know, you didn't have a long day. I'll leave you alone. She's like, no, 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 no. I want to talk anyway. Come on, let's talk. And they get into this argument where he's telling her that it's got to be her way, her schedule, or no. And he's a little tired of it. It shouldn't be this hard to be in a relationship. And that maybe they're just not a good fit. Molly gets to explaining how they put all this time into each other and this is new for both of each other and da 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 and that they can work it out, they can go to counseling and da 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 and he goes, Molly, what are you doing all of this for? Is this even what you want? Oof. And Sus had no words. Ooh. Silent. Mm. Of the loves. Um, I'm just like, damn. I knew your ass was going to fuck that shit up. Because your ass been fucking up all season. I felt like even in this situation, Molly does what Molly does and forces what she wants into fruition. That man literally said, you know, I don't think this is a good time for you. I don't, I don't think this is a good time for you. You should go ahead and deal with your friend and da 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 da. No, it's a good time. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. So she still literally gets what she wants. And I think that Meanwhile, that pushed, I think that that pushed Andrew even more to tell her, bitch, go away! <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, Issa and Lawrence are having the talk of the century. Now, I just want to say as a disclaimer, I called Shay Call last that night. that shit too. <laughs> I texted her and said, hey, bitch, did you, did you watch? Sometimes we watch it live and sometimes, some, sometimes she watches it live and sometimes she doesn't. I watch it live 
and then I'll go back and watch it, and then I'll listen to the Good Sis is over and Insecurity with Crystal and Fran, and then I'll I'll do I do that all in one night. So I watch it literally. I watch it twice. I listen to the podcast all on Sundays. So I text and I say, "Hey, I said, did you watch Insecure live tonight?" She said, "Mm-hmm." So I called her. I said, "Bitch." She said, "Bitch." Yeah. <laughs> I mean. The last five girl? minutes. Girl? The, the last five minutes wants me to go back to this Malibu bottle. Go ahead, sis. Lord, I don't even know how I, if I can be silent to this. And I, I think I think actually you said this. Like when they have this conversation, Condola's gonna tell Lawrence that she's pregnant. I think I did say that. I think I posed it as a question. But the to breakdown you. of that scene was Film gold. Like she's standing there and she's telling him that she's pregnant. And his first thing is like, get rid of it. I, okay, well, the first thing he said was, wait a minute, hold on. Is it mine? <laughs> Which is a fair question to ask someone. You that know, you ain't been fucking with for months when they come months? up talking about they're pregnant? Yeah. But the obvious belly that she has that they trying to cover up. Oh, bitch. I was like, oh, you've been pregnant, 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 pregnant. And then I put that together with the obvious nod of twins in every episode. And I said, is Condola pregnant with twins? Cause she got quite a belly for someone that's just found out she's pregnant. Either you waited until after your third fourth and second and third and fourth and fifth, sixth month to tell this man you were pregnant? Or you carrying more than one baby because you had a bump on She got a bump bump. Would you niggas shut up? Um, so, here's the way the scene broke down to me. He's come to the door. She's trying to joke with she's trying to joke with Lawrence. Lawrence. And Lawrence has this look of, oh my God, on his face. And you know that he's about to break her heart. And so... But did he? So they're having this conversation and it's kind of going back and forth between the conversation that he had with Gondola and the conversation that he's having with Issa. And there are a lot of very similar... A, a lot of parallels in the conversation. So... um. When he's like, yo, this is not a good time because he's thinking about San Francisco and making the, you know, going on with life and, you know what I'm saying, da da da. And I don't want to be no fuck ass baby he's daddy. Lisa. And, yeah, like Lisa and things are really good. And, you know what I'm saying, his life is getting, is finally getting on the track that he wants it to be. And, you know what I'm saying, his relationship status is fucking great. You know what I'm saying? They did, they, they agreed to do this long distance thing or blah, blah, blah. He's, he's with the girl that he always wanted to be with. He never wanted to leave Issa. It was just she fucked up. And now that he's back with her and everything's good and she's at a better place and he's at a better place and they're doing... Th- now you gonna come at me with this fuck-ass shit that you pregnant, but you knew this shit when we talked two weeks ago and you didn't say it. That's what I think happened. I think that when she was blowing up... Remember when they went to the, the art walk? Mm-hmm. I believe that she wanted to tell him then. Because she knew then and she didn't say shit. I felt that's what the conversation was going to be. So I'm not surprised. I just 
And they didn't really give us a chance to really get how Issa felt about how she's going to handle the situation. Like, are they going to be together? Or is she going to try to still be in a relationship with him? Like, we didn't get that. We just got that she's pregnant, she's keeping it, and he still want to be with her. And then she has to sit down with Molly. And they, they give us none of it. All we got was hey and hey, and then it went off. So I don't even know what that was about. So you want to make and hey, hey, please pray. Don't make me wait two more motherfucking years. Listen, I don't know. I don't really know how this is gonna play out. I know that we're gonna I know that we're gonna see some different things in different situations. I don't know if Condola's gonna have the baby. I don't even know that East is gonna stay with Lawrence, but this is a storyline. Lawrence gonna go to San Fran. Like, like, is he gonna get a fuck fuck ass daddy? Like, we really just don't know, um, you know how this is going to um, play out. But we know for sure that this is going to have a huge in- impact on uh, Issa and. Um, Lawrence's relationship because you know I don't necessarily feel like Issa is feeling upset because you know Kendall was pregnant I think that she wanted to be the person to um, be pregnant by Lawrence and it well, it's just a sticky situation a because sticky situation of her too. working relationship with Pandola and then being friends and then it got awkward because of the, that being Issa's ex and then for you like you break up but now you're pregnant by him but now Issa's back when like it's just a very sticky situation so it's going to be difficult for them to navigate I don't know if I could um, if I were Issa could I stay with Lawrence knowing that Condola is like pregnant and that's, that's I the wouldn't want to put my that's the conversation like, emotions in that basket because whether or not you and Condola are together anymore, that's somebody you were just recently fucking with, so you probably still have some level of feeling to her. And now she's going to give birth to your child. That's going to like strengthen your bond. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to stick with you for the next nine ten months, and then you tell me, well, she got my baby, and now I'm just left out. Hey, let me looking dumb. let me pause you and call you right back. Yeah, right. Sorry about that. I just thought we was gonna run out of the time. So um back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So um you were alluding to, you know, Lawrence's standpoint. So I'm sorry, continue. Well, more to Issa's standpoint, like I said, I don't know how I would take it. I don't know if I could stay with Lawrence knowing that Condola's going to give him his firstborn child or children because that bump was... Okay. I, I just I just kind of feel like I don't know that Issa will leave. I think that I think that Issa is a ride or die and I feel like what would have happened if she would she, would she have expected I'm sorry, if she got back with Lawrence, and the same thing would have happened, and she would have had a, she would have got pregnant by Daniel. Would she? Would she have expected Lawrence to stay? I don't know. See, this is where this kind of gets tricky. And like, even for Lawrence, do you 
stay or do you move anyway? Like, this is... For Lawrence, I low-key felt bad for him because I felt like these should be two high moments in your life. But, you know, he is begging with Condola, like, yo, please don't do this. And, you know, she kind of alludes to the fact that she's had an abortion before and she doesn't want to do that again. Um, So she feels like she's ready, but I, I I understand, you know what I'm saying, my body, my choice. But I don't and think being that, as involved as you want, but I'm having this baby. Or babies, cause who knows? Don't. But I don't think that she really give she gave she didn't give Laura's a choice. Mm-mm. She didn't give Lawrence a choice. As someone that believes in my body, my choice. I understand that. But it does take two. Mm-hmm. And even if he would have been on board with having the child or not having what, however, you you do want to take the other person's, uh, you know what I'm saying, feelings into consideration. Like, I don't feel like she did that. Not She, she was more... She was more or less informing him, hey, so I'm going to have this baby. It's yours. Um, here's the thing. You don't have to be there. You can be a fuck-ass nigga. I don't really care. Um, I'm going to have this baby, and I'm just letting you know that it's yours. A- any questions? And I felt like with Lawrence being... Lawrence ain't a fuck-ass nigga. He not going to just leave that baby, and that baby ain't going to know. Is that, like, that ain't Lawrence's M.O. at all. It's not. Lawrence ain't so then that just no kind of changes everything. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. You, do you have any shout-outs? This has been an action-packed so? week. My God. Have you, do you have any? I um, haven't. You mean for this week? Mm-hmm. Sure. Give, I mean, give, me a, give me a shout-out for this week. Why not? I didn't really... Okay. okay. I was being petty. But I'm going to go there anyway because... It's me. My shout out for the three shows is going to go to Arabella on I May Destroy You. Mm -hmm. So last week it was the cigarette wallet. This week it was your mask. That mask was everything. I just thought, oh, I want one. And you leave me every episode with an ooh, I want one. So I don't know. Maybe I need to go across the pond and get my accessory because that's everything. I did want to give an honorable mention on um on um I may destroy you to best friends and how best friends work because when Arabella was uh, laying down, Theory says to her, "Where your hair scarf at, girl?" I said, "You know what." That's goals. <laughs> that's a bad. That's that's your friend. Friend. She asked you where your hair scarf was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't fuck up this here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make sure the edge is tight. You know what I mean? Like, that's 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 a friend. Friend. But I also that's a did friend for life. But I, but I also did want to shout out um, Terry because 
Harry was genuinely concerned with our mm-hmm. And when Bella was saying what she was saying, Terry had this look of, oh my God, my friend's been raped. And I think that uh, everybody needs a friend like that. I got one already. You know, I'm talking to her, so we good. Um, did yeah, you be doing shit like that, though. You know what I'm saying? You, know? <laughs> you will call the bitch and be like, hey, hey! <laughs> hey, bitch! You alive? You hungry? Okay, well, I'm finna come get you. I need you to drive the... <laughs> <laughs> but I see you, though, and you get shit, too. So <laughs> 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 you call me and be like, Tammy, what you doing? Shit. Um, this is before the runners. I'm gonna go to the outlet mall. Bitch, say less. Which one you want to go to? Whichever one you feel like driving to. <laughs> Damn! <Jeez. laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I got a coach purse that day, a wallet. <laughs> Shit. Ooh. I, like, I, I love driving Miss Daisy. Miss Daisy, look out for me. <laughs> Those were the days. Oh, shit, man. Bitch. And that concludes another episode of Reality the Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Reality, Instagram, Reality. Mm -hmm. You can find me on Instagram, Dr. Shady Shay, and Snapchat, and Twitter. You can find me on all the social medias at Trash Can Tan, with the exception of Facebook. Um, I believe it's my name, Tammy Davis. Um, I don't know, I'd be drunk sometimes. Um, just really quick because Insecure is no longer for now. Um, we are just going to be covering I May Destroy You as well as RuPaul's Drag Race. So, RuPaul's Drag Race, so the episodes will not be this long, um, in the future. But um, who are we to deny you the content? Um, Amen. And so next week we'll go back to two shows. Um, and it'll be Drag Race and I May, I may Destroy You. Um, and that gives sure... us a little bit more time to find more content. Cause it, it does. I mean, Rona's... the world is opening back up and we you don't know. really know how shit is going to go. But we will continue with consistency and try to make sure that, you know, we give you guys something. Um, even if we gotta pull some shit out of our ass from Netflix, we are going to find something. I'm prepared. Um, me too. Um, but with that being said, you know, I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Uh, and uh, just remember that uh, Black Lives Matter. And uh, that's all I got. Bye.